Good morning, guys. I'm Nick Baker, and I am your host, and you're listening to Becoming More Than I Am Now. Like what I said yesterday, in two weeks, I'm going to be starting a new show called Baker's Relationship Hotline, and also, um, like what I said in my opening statement, you may like me, you may hate me. Knowing that I am tough on these um, young men, and um, these young men need to know the truth. They need to know what the true meaning of love is, true meaning of relationships are. Because um, if they don't know what relationships are, they wouldn't know how to treat a woman. Because Jesus talks about how to treat women with respect and how to um, give them the love that they need. Well, I'm going to read a few scriptures about love and um, and the purpose of love and what love is all about. Love. Let's go to Psalm one nineteen, verse ninety seven. And I'm reading out of the New King James. One nineteen. Uh, hold on. Love. Ninety-seven. And it says right here. Oh, how I love your law. It is meditation all the day. That's what David has been talking about right here in Psalm 119, verse 97. If you want to know what love is and and the purpose of love, you will see what David says. You will see that in chapter 1, verse 2 in the book of Psalms.
fucking shit, it's right here. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. How amazing is that? Let's go to chapter 16. Actually, 119, verse 14, 16, and 35. Yep, verse 14, 16, and 35. And it says right here, I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul breaks with longing for your judgment at all times. You, you, you rebuke the proud the cursed, who stray from your commandments. Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Princes also sit and speak against me, but your servant meditates on your statutes. Your testimonies also are my delight. My and my counselors. My soul clings. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. I have declared my ways, and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts. So shall I meditate on your wonderful works. For my soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. Remove from me the way of lying. And grant me your law. Grace, graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgment I me, I have laid before before me. I cling to your testimonies. 
Oh Lord, do not put me to shame. I will one the curse of your commandments. For you shall enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. What is David talking about right here? I delight in it. Meaning he delights in God's commandments. He does. He delights in God's commandments. And we have to delight in his commandments as well. We have to be like David. We have to do what David does. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. And it says, For the Lord gives me wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And we have to come with knowledge. We have to come with understanding. We have to understand God's law. We have to understand what God is doing in our lives. Knowing that Relationships are, are important to us. Let's look at the book of Job real quick. Book of Job, thirty-two. First eight. Says, but there is a spirit in man, and breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. 
You see that in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, that Jesus talks about it. You see that in Matthew... Uh, where was it? Chapter, verse 25. It says right here. At that time, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. What is Jesus saying right here? Jesus is saying that Jesus is praying to his Father, his Heavenly Father. He doesn't have an earthly father. Only earthly father that he had was his stepfather, Joseph, who raised him. But the father, his father is God. We have to focus on the word of Jesus. We have to focus on what Jesus is talking about right here. Focus on what Jesus wants us to do in our lives to to prevent ourselves from from getting into trouble. Chapter 16, verse 17, in the book of Matthew. This is interesting what Jesus says. says, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Badrona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Chapter 11, verse 25. I'm going to go to First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50. Let's go back to chapter 11 one more time. Chapter 11, verse 25. And it says, it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house of Beelzebub, 
How much more will they call those of his household? Let's go to John, chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 48 and 40, 52. It says, Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say lately that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me, and I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges, and God seeks us, he judges us. What does he judge? He judges our heart. He does. He judges our heart. He looks at our heart. He wants us to obey him and him only. Chapter 5, verse 41. It says, I do not receive honor from men. This is amazing that that Jesus says, I do not receive honor from men. Meaning that men disobeys him. They deceive him. But we have to focus on his love and his crucifixion. Let's look at First Thessalonians chapter two, verse six. It's made to what Paul says. Chapter 2, verse 6. This is what Paul says. Nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, when we might have made demons as apostles of Christ. I love it when Paul says that. Paul is talking to the church of Thesis. 
Now that the church, we as the church, disobey the commandments of God. I want to read what what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And it says right here in verse 1. Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me. He's talking to Claudia. He says, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, because of sexual immorities, that each man have his own wife. And let each woman have her own husband. Let the husband render to his wife and the affection to her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. Paul is saying that we have sexual sins, sexual immorities, and relationships are not all about sex, it's about finding out who you are in Christ. That's what Paul is saying. It's not, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Having sex outside of marriage. We have sexual immorities. We don't control ourselves. And we should control ourselves. We have to focus on what is right and wrong for us to have a healthy relationship. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. I'm going to read one more verse. Verse 5 says, Do not deprive one another except... The consent of her a time that you may have your you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self control. And we do have lacks of self control. We don't control ourselves when we are around our girlfriends, or fiancé, because our sexual immorities. I want to read something. I want to read one more thing that Paul says about love. It says that love does not envy. How amazing is that? Love does not envy. We have to focus on what Paul says about love and and how we should love one another and 
and how to control their sexual minorities when it comes to that. One more thing about love. Let's look at um First Corinthians chapter thirteen. And it says right here. I'm gonna read the whole chapter. It says Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding of mysteries and all knowledge and Though I have all faith, so I have, so I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my good to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love. It profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It does not puff, is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. It is not provoked. Things no evil. Does not rejoice in negrity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether they are, there is knowledge. It will vanish away. For we know in part of we and prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but in uh, then, but then I shall know just as I am known. And now abide faith. Hope, love, and three. And these three must, the, but the greatest of these is love. 
How amazing is that? How amazing is that? And I said this before. Every morning you look in the mirror in the bathroom. You don't see yourself. You see Jesus. You talk. You don't talk to yourself in the mirror. You talk to Jesus. You're thanking Jesus for your morning. You thank Jesus for the good day. And what the next day is going to bring. You are seeing your future. You are seeing your future spouse and your future family. Your future in-laws. And how your future in-laws are going to treat you as family. Fitz, when I see... Every morning I look at myself in the mirror say, Thank you, Jesus, for the world. Thank you, Jesus, for Dave. Thank you, Jesus, for Paul. Thank you, Jesus, for the Trans State Family Creative Center. Thank you for love and family and the perfection of love and the love and the perfection you give to me. How amazing is that? Thank you, Jesus, for the shuttered family. Thank you, Jesus, for these beautiful animals that we have at the Trace Street Family Christian. Love does not envy. It does not seek evil, but love. But loving your spouse. That's what Jesus is asking for. That's why, Father, I thank you this morning for those who are listening to this podcast. I thank you for those who are in relationships that are falling apart. Jesus, I just ask that. Every marriage that is falling apart would be fixed and and living a happy life with one another without pain, suffering, disappointment. Jesus, I just thank you this morning. I thank you for those who are suffering. The loss of a loved one. <coughs> Those who have been cheated on by a spouse or boyfriend, girlfriend. <coughs> Jesus said to us that every relationship would be healed right now. Every relationship, every marriage would be would be fixed in the name of Jesus. Every family would be put back together in the name of Jesus. Satan would be removed from these relationships in the name of Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you forever and ever, Jesus. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to pray this prayer with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, 
I know I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my relationship. Make me whole with you as your holy father. Help me understand the purpose of relationships. And to become the man that my spouse wants me to become. Help me see my future. Help me see what my life would be in your name. Amen. You pray that prayer, your relationship is going to be stronger than ever. We're going to be at Best Restaurant for those who live in uh, Pennsylvania. I'd like to meet you and sit down with you, counsel you. Because my mom's going to be uh, getting married on September 1st. You're all welcome to come to the wedding. I would love to meet you. God bless you. And remember to keep strength, keep faith, love God. God bless you.